This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content... I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome back to the Uenda Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn, out here in the middle of nowhere. And I bring Jason Osler, co-host in person, (laughs) out back to the basin area. Oh, what's going on, Mr. Quinn? Cole, good to be back in town. Back. Hey, you brought the goddamn snow in with you. What the hell? You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, this just made me put in for my elk hunt just a minute ago before you got here. Yeah. I was like, health, now we got snow. It's not a drought anymore, so <laughs> we're going elk hunting, maybe. God, speaking of elk, the other day I was working in Park City, and I got off uh, Highway 40 at the uh, exit 4, going that goes to Park City, or you go to Camas. God, there was probably 30 head elk hanging, just hanging off there off the side of the road oh, on no the shit. exit. Yeah, two, two or three bulls, a couple, actually one big, looked like a big four-point. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So, Hell, yeah. But I put they, in for the Wasatch Range. So they've been hanging out over there in uh, Browns Canyon too, over there outside uh-huh. of Pioa in that area. Oh, we watch them hanging up on the hill there. And I the deer, love it. Deer nothing, and the elk. Nothing better than good elk, man. It's a, uh, you know, being on the ocean, seeing dolphins, and you know it's the same thing as seeing uh, bull elk to me. You know, what I mean. You get out there and you're like, holy shit, this is awesome, man. Seeing all these dolphins come up to your boat, jump over the bow and shit. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that dolphin tastes a lot like elk. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea I didn't know where we were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) No punchline on that one. Just, uh, Mm -mm. yeah, it tastes a lot like elk, I guess. Yeah, we'll drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth, huh? Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, I have been building a bar. I heard you're putting a bar in here is... In case Cody's drinking couldn't get any more out of hand, you're going to enable him by putting he, in a bar. He says if we put a bar in here, he'll probably end up with a bed here. <laughs> you better talk to. You better talk, talk to what. The boss. You better talk to what's her name in there. <laughs> the boss. Yeah. And see what she says about uh, that. I'm on, pretty sure she's on board. Yeah, we'll just. She talk. was on board with this one. Uh, she actually says dual purpose. Dual purpose bar yeah. or dual? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like outside. It's not actually really heavy. I thought it'd be a heavy sucker. I made it with a bunch of two by fours and and well, let's just say I got like fifteen two by fours and two sheets of plywood, and I was out the door four hundred bucks <laughs> with lumber prices skyrocketing no through shit. the roof. No joke. <laughs> 
but it's a it's a pretty good size. It'll be fun to podcast off of it. I'm sick of using the old camp table that we've got here. You know, what I mean, I gotta have it when I go well, camping. Well, now you got you got video evidence over here, and they're like, yeah. "What is this piece of shit studio?" He said he calls it a studio, but no, no, <laughs> no. It's more it was more like a jail cell. There's like. more to come. It's became more of a hobby. The outside of the podcast is is the fun part. You know, the building the editing and and the trimming and shit i, yeah. I kind of enjoy that stuff it's just keeping me hip on the computer yeah you go you're born to be a producer then huh yeah i gotta find another career we're getting older <laughs> broadcasting is not good money though <laughs> <laughs> probably not we, we get rude jude on here the other day and you're looking at in his kitchen in the back he, he wandered around his whole entire house and you're yeah. going God damn, I got the same fridge in the house. <laughs> and it's nothing special. You know? Yeah, I listened to that. And that was pretty good. We're <clears throat> going back a little bit. It's, it's funny you think, I was thinking about this a little bit. I was flipping through Facebook or Instagram, whatever in hell. And, and uh, back in our day, like the rock stars and the celebrities and of any, whatever they are, <clears throat> they, uh, it was all also almost unattainable. Like they were a fantasy. Yeah. And now with social media and all that stuff, and you go, well, for the most part, a lot of these people grew up the same way we yeah. did. They they got the same bullshit we did. They just got a different style of job, and, and it's like oh, they got rich overnight. A lot of them did, and then they can't even enjoy the people that they're around anymore. Yeah. I always, I always fantasize about that if I ever got rich overnight, what I'd do, and it'd probably be just doing this. Yeah. I'd hope, I would hope to God it wouldn't make me an asshole. Same, same. I, you know, and I, you always think, well, I'm going to move. I'm going to go and find someone. You can't leave your family unless you're that kind of person, you know. I mean, you got to be close to being able to, you know, touch base with your kids or your, your parents, you know, and. Yeah, if I that's to, important to me. If I wanted to leave my family, I'd have done it twenty years ago and moved to Alaska when I had the chance. <laughs> or, yeah, or um, had like some um, kind of job offers, like stuff I could have done. But it was over in Colorado, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just it's just not in my blood. I, I and we've kind of hit on this before, where people say, "Oh, I'm gonna get the hell out of Roosevelt," and I fucking hate it, and it's dumb, and this and that, and yeah, yeah, you can get away and go do something else, yeah. but. That's just, that's just not me. If that's you, that's you. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, go the but the these celebrities and stuff. I mean, like <laughs> commercial. Um, I can't remember who it was for now, but it was Icky Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Icky Woods celebrates everything, and he goes, "Oh, get me number forty. I'll get me some cold cuts. <laughs> get me some cold cuts." <laughs> He's doing his Icky shuffle, like holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So they like. I mean. You can be celebrity, you can be famous, but you could lose it all in a minute. Or, yeah. so it was, I don't know. I just don't believe, I guess I just don't believe in being an asshole just because you got a little bit of money in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have a whole bunch to keep going because you just go spend happy for a little bit and then you're out. You know, I mean, there's not a damn dime in your pocket and you're kicking turds with the rest of the guys. Yeah. Um, you're back in Roosevelt. Yeah. I'd definitely get a house that I can <laughs> go and, and, or make an investment and buy like a hotel or a Air Verbo, Airbnb down in Mexico. Well, shit. Just I, so you can go down there. I I uh, told you I found a retirement plan at. Yeah. There's a, there's a motel for sale in Mexico. 
I, I was thinking about it. <laughs> it probably served as a, a, a know, drug house and a. Oh hell yeah! Says, if you don't mind, amigos, if you don't mind the blood and the dead hookers in the back, you can have it. No problem. Come on down to. I don't even know where in the god that was. It was yeah. probably just thirty minutes south for, of Tijuana. Tijuana for all yeah, I know. you're down to Ensenada, even mm-hmm. most. Yeah. Uh, if, <laughs> it's a you, good deal. Cheapo Filippo had it listed. <laughs> It'd make or break it. You realize that? <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was in the wrong area, like if you got down there and it was all just Spanish speaking, and you're like, shit, I can't communicate and get going. You, you better know? learn some fucking Spanish yeah. real goddamn quick if you're going <laughs> to. Uh, my brother-in-law, he passed away, but uh, he offered me a job down in uh, Todos Santos. He was buying a hotel down there, and he was going to open it up, and he just wanted me to be the the what do they call it? The maintenance field house maintenance or whatever for yeah. a hotel. Yeah. And I got thinking all the toilets I had to go unplug and I thought, no, nah, I'm not getting involved in this <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're two inch plumbing, you know? Oh my God. Um, yeah. You know what? You'd be surprised. I don't have any hotels are for sale. Just looking on classifieds. I was trying to find it real oh, quick yeah. to see where in the hell it was, but I'm not going to go through that, but there's quite a few of them. A lot of them in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we retire down to Mexico and go fishing and drinking and stuff. I said, I we were we rented a nice beach house down in Los Barrios once, and, and we got down there, and the neighbor lived there. He wasn't renting his house out because majority of those coastline houses are all uh, verbos, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're staying there. Owned the guy, by Americans. Yeah, California Canadians even. Washington. There's yeah. So, but uh, they uh, the guy come out there and he had a jet ski because uh-huh. there's no like marina in that town. You have to park your boat clear out, and they take little dinghies out to it. But uh, you jet ski out there with a fish pole. <laughs> come back with supper. Oh, God damn. A little red snapper, you know, come back. He probably was getting a little red snapper out there action, you know. Told his wife, yep. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Go down to fishing. Run down to the grocery store, pick up oh. a red snapper, come back. <laughs> Go around to the... Getting lucky the whole time, probably. <laughs> run down to the Shadrawi and get you some fucking fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great day. There was a stripper. Come back, he'd be. Yeah, no, he'd be all fucked up because his wife find out because he wasn't sunburnt and he got back. She's like, well, "You don't have any sun on you." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Don't forget the details. <laughs> Dollar butt huts. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> Last time we were down there, or we went down there one time, and we stayed over down in Tulum at a beach house, mm-hmm. and I was pretty cool. But at night, they had security guards out on the beach mm-hmm. watching the ocean making sure nobody was coming in but they didn't have any guns i'm like what the fuck are you guys gonna do <laughs> anybody comes Run! in but that was pretty cool yeah and that's that's fun to, but yeah the the lady that owned our the owned our place i think she was from seattle or somewhere yeah but it was yeah. cool everything's made out of concrete so it, oh yeah it's we've rented big ones and small ones and multiple times down there man <clears> the water bit. The water situation on ours was weird because they had it all in tanks. Mm-hmm. Same here. You so you got to, yeah, no shit. You got to treat it like you're camping. Yeah. And you go in there and take and your Nobody shower. does. We, we, we take American showers. You're like, all right, we got hot water. Oh, Woo! <laughs> we, <laughs> the next person's like, fuck, it's cold. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah no kidding. We, uh, uh, Misty and I went down to, we went over to Washington, D.C. one time, or a couple years ago, and, and we got with this cab, this cab driver, and he was from... Oh, God. El Salvador, maybe? or No. I can't remember where the hell he was from now, but he was like, 
he was talking about that how much water americans waste oh yeah he's like we can make 50 gallons of water last a month you know you yeah. wash your dish you don't do wash all the dishes you don't wash all your dishes and then put them in the dishwasher and wash them again it's like oh yeah that is kind of the dumbest <laughs> goddamn thing ever and now i've kind of come become more after talking to him i kind of make a little bit more cautious yeah. like well, well, that's what that thing's for, and that thing costs three hundred and something dollars. We'll put that dish in there. <laughs> Every time I go out of the country, we learn something new about what we do wrong. Yeah, but, uh, there. We're fucking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, when we went to the Dominic, it was uh, water bottles. Yeah, water bottles and plastic sacks. I get to Mexico the first of this year. They're trying to sell you comeback sacks everywhere i went to davis with our comeback sacks we were getting them out in salt lake mm-hmm. they're like what the fuck is this they look at me and they, they stacked them all up in the corner and gave us plastic sacks anyways and i was like kind of getting too many of those sons of bitches at the house they work for liners in the trash cans but yeah we definitely uh we've reduced our footprint a little bit here and they're starting to do a recycling program out here uh recyclops really yeah little yellow bins you'll see out here and it's just crazy to see it because they haven't offered any of that I'm for doing some of that. I think it's good for us, you know. Plastic sacks are the original Thinsulate insulation for your boots. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I remember when my feet would fit in Wonder Bread sacks. <laughs> they don't even make Wonder Bread anymore, do they? I don't know. I think that was a Dolly Madison went out of business or something like that. Wonder, oh, Hostess. Or Hostess, Wonder, yeah. Or no, Hostess I'm, with the mostest. <clears throat> no, I think Wonder Bread and Hostess. Um, but I think Wonder Bread and Hostess are two different things, aren't they? They were. I don't know. I know when I was down in Salt Lake, you can actually go into the Dolly Madison place and buy all the Hostess shit at wholesale. Yeah, the reject stuff or yeah. whatever. That was the greatest thing. We had one of those. I think it was in Logan we went to one of those. I, I'd stop there by Tortillas. Mm-hmm. Tor- and uh, right next to it, it was off North Temple. They had a drive through You could buy beer. And they had the coldest beer in town. I don't know if it's still there or not anymore. Huh. But you, you drive up there and you're like, can I get a six pack of beer? And it'd be just almost frosty. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'd take those tortillas, <laughs> throw some cheese on them. That was my poor uh, bachelor dinner at night when I was working out of town. Yeah, we, we used to go, like, go to the one the Hostess Outlet store when I lived in Logan. We'd go up there and eat. I mean, this was back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And we'd take 20 bucks in there and come out of there with all goddamn. <laughs> wheelbarrow full of shit and yeah. <laughs> go camping or whatever but eat that forever but speaking of cold i left these the last time i was out here i left my 12 pack arnold palmers at my parents house and forgot it and they just put it in the cooler in the back and it was still cold when i got here so <laughs> hey handy. at least you still have them well, if they, you they, left them at my house they, i'm sorry they're gone dude. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they, they were telling me my mom was giving me shit about it she says well, every time you guys come here and you bring these these whiskeys and these drinks and you always end up leaving them, we got a whole cupboard full of your stuff. And I go, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But I actually stopped, guys, I told you I wanted to come out here Friday night and I just didn't get around to it. And I'd actually stopped and bought more whiskey and more. <laughs> uh, we're going to have plenty of time to do that kind of no, shit. No, we're going to get a, we're going to get, I was talking to the the great Tony Olson today. And I told him, I'm coming back out without the wife and kids. We're taking the side-by-sides and we're going to go explore sun sunset sun oh, uh, dragon oh uh, yeah dragon and uh um it's rainbow rainbow yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not the after ron james ron james dio right yeah just yeah. a rainbow in the dark oh god 
No, I want to go out here and go go party oh, yeah. and go have some fun and come back here and talk about it and everybody listen to us. No, I was talking to Tony today and I can't remember why I was talking to him. What the hell were you? What oh, you're Bertosh? No, no, I was talking to Tony about something. Oh, about going out and partying. That's what it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I told him I was wanting to come out and we was going to go do that and get the side-by-sides out and go and then we can go drinking and come back and podcast about podcast. it talk about it the old slur, dudes go, slur no shit it turned out like that first time i was on here the last hour and a half a, uh that was three hours the last hour and a half was a oh, yeah. slurring drunken orgy yeah <laughs> it really was i've had a few of them and lately i've just been like okay we're an hour right now and i just start warning people that it's time to shut it down after an hour you know but uh, especially yeah, you sound like you're on sleeping pills i'm not gonna say yeah <laughs> Oh, <laughs> speaking of nothing in particular, so we've been in town. We got to town Friday, and we we don't get to usually stay this long, which has been fun. Yeah, but we went Saturday. We went to Marion's, mm-hmm. talked to Chad, had oh, ice cream, and had ice cream, and everything. And then uh, that was fun. I haven't done that for I haven't done that very often. Yeah, <laughs> you know I don't get up there that often. You live right here, and mm-hmm. you know. My kids, once a week, they hit Marion's. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've been in Marion's. It's been a while. Yeah. It's was, been a while. Yeah, I was in there this summer for lunch, I, and we went, We just went in. We just wanted to go in and have an ice cream. Then I, somebody ordered this taco sitting next to me. I'm like, son of a bitch. I should have had one. I've got to have a taco, man. <laughs> I, I, I haven't had, had a basin taco for a while. I know. God damn it. I wanted one. I was like, mm, that taco would be delish. And then... Uh, we kind of, so we've kind of done all the basin stuff, all the, so then yesterday it was warm versus today where it's snowing, but yesterday it was, what, 50-something degrees outside? Oh, hell, it was nice. So we did the sensible thing. We grabbed a couple of, uh, couple of roadies, jumped in the uh, Kubota, mm-hmm. Misty and I did, and took a nice little drive up to the uh, neighbor's field and shot prairie dogs for two hours. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're dramatic, we, man. We, we, we knocked the shit out of them. Oh, that's awesome. It was funny. Our, the people that own the property are like, I don't think we have many. We've had some badgers been doing a pretty good job. We're like, They're bad. They're bad anymore. The, the badgers or the prairie dogs? The prairie dogs. I was gonna say, there's more, I was gonna say, those, those are some shitty badgers. There's more goddamn prairie dogs than I've seen in a minute. Well, they put a damn season on them, so it made it to where it's a pain in the ass to shoot them. Prairie dogs? Yeah. You had pr- seasons for prairie dogs? Yes. You are fucking lying. No. Nope. Really? Yep. There's a now, season. Yeah. Now, this is predator environment control. This is. You agri- can do what you want on your farm, but uh, there is actually a season for them now. Hmm. But I can't remember. And I don't think anybody really abides by it, but I guarantee they'll ticket you a DWR agent if you're out of season. Really? So right now is. Uh, I think right now is when they're having their babies. They're having their babies, and you're shooting males. They're all come up for a smoke. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> You're like, goddamn kids are driving me crazy, yeah, Mom. The, yeah, the, the <laughs> prairie dog dads are the same as us. Like, those fucking pregnant women are driving us crazy out here, and we're going to have a... Uh, next thing you know, you're out here living your best life, and boom, you're ripped in half by a 22 mag. <laughs> <laughs> I used to line them up with 300 mag, get two in a row. Oh, that's awesome shit there. If you got the time and the... Oh, my you God. You can't afford the ammunition anymore. No, but... If you can, we used to go over to Kemmer uh-huh. on, 
I think it's Highway 30 that goes out of Kimmer back towards, uh, yeah. Anyway, between Kimmer and Evanston, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> kind of by the Jim Bridge, or not the Jim Bridge, the power plant over there. I can't remember what it's, it's called. It's Green River, yeah. Anyway, we go over there and we <laughs> take our, I mean, we would take anything from their 22, well, we'd take the 22 250s and the 7, mm-hmm. I got a 17 HMR, but. I got a 223. Yeah. It used so, to be cheap. For, so, yeah, but. And there was so damn many prairie dogs. We'd you'd ride or we'd take our wheelers out there, and, and you're out in the middle of goddamn nowhere, Wyoming, and which was just past a hotel that was for sale. Speaking of that, <laughs> true story. And uh, anyway, we, every time you say that, I think of Mona's there in uh, Wendover that everybody used to go to the whorehouse in Wendover. No, it's uh, Wells, Nevada. Oh, Wells. Oh, I don't I've know. never been there. But I know people that have. Oh, oh when you turn 21, you got to go to Wells. So when you say hotels, I was like, we do the full-blown <laughs> hooker, hooker so, house there. But go ahead. Anyway, we'd ride up there, and, and he'd just ride up there and get up on a hill, and he'd start glassing it. Holy shit, there'd be hundreds of them. He'd sit there, and you could shoot them at 50 yards, 100 yards, 200 yards, however good you were. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon, they all, those all start ducking. I was like, man, we're taking on fire. So they all start ducking. And then the scene so right over another 200 300 yards over this we find another crop of them oh god damn we spent all day out oh there. yeah see my dad's house they figured us out so they're not at 100 yard range they're at 400 yard range now because <laughs> they know you can't fuck up and then they build them underneath the sprinklers so they're like yeah nobody's gonna shoot up underneath the sprinklers here you know so dad's always trying to get them out there but do you know when i lived at home not one of those goddamn prairie dogs lived they they died. <laughs> Either I trapped them with a half a heart or I shot the suckers. And that just reminds me, that's a good pastime that we haven't done for a long time. Yeah, I need to we, get out and do that. We used to do it growing up. We, <clears throat> where my sister's house is now, we had a hill. So we, when we flood irrigated and all the water came down and, and it all obviously went around that hill. So that was the prairie dog, was prairie dog hill. And we would literally, like I was talking about it, my mom was talking about it last night she's like oh yeah we used to load the kids up in the back of the truck and just drive around that hill <laughs> for about two hours and whoever saw it got to shoot you got to shoot first and if you missed and you know whatever the but other person gets to go all day long that's nice but yeah but and makes me want to go buy a ruger 1022 right now <clears throat> yeah. yeah i have a i have a couple of 22s upstairs i got a the old uh browning a bolt yeah you can't get anymore they're they're rifle size 22s i mean they're not the little cheap suckers they're they're expensive bastards but it's it's been a good gun um speaking of hell i was what i was getting at oh go ahead keep going i'll get it after you and i'll, I'll think of it again <laughs> while you're talking i don't know he's talking about whorehouses that kind of brought back memories of trucking but other than that <laughs> mother trucker <laughs> going through nevada it was over in wells they called them uh donna is it donna's ranch yeah, that that sounds about I'd have right. to. I'd have to call it Mona's. I thought it was Don. No, it was Donna's. Uh, it might have changed names. Maybe oh, met, Mona had a daughter. Mona, Mona, Donna, Mona, Mona's. Donna, I had a girl. No, Donna no. was her name. Okay, Richie Valens. <laughs> no, the prairie dogs, the males when those they get older ones. Uh-huh. I think they challenge their kids to cross the road. If you could make it across the road, you could have all the all the women you, you want over there. Prairie dogs right of passage, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice that? They're right in the road. Why are you crossing the road? 
I don't, I've never yeah. seen a prairie dog cross the road, but he doesn't make it ever. They always get hit. <laughs> well, I know that our I know that our neighbors out there have less of a maintenance program than we do because we we got a we've got a lot of they're, <clears throat> they're out there, but like you said, they're wily. Uh-huh. Like they see you coming, two hundred, three hundred yards away. Yeah, yeah. They send out the bat signal, prairie dog signal. Then they go prairie dogging, and they down the hole, and we. There's the name of the episode. Yeah, no shit, prairie dogging. Yeah, yeah. We uh, was like, Rhett Daniels. I said at two fifty and let them have it. Problem was, I was at four hundred. I've seen. They call it a terminator. It's mm-hmm. a propane oh, God. setup that you propane oxygen. I've oh heard, my good God! I've heard of that. They're thousand bucks. I was like, I probably could build one of these, and I keep thinking, I'll blow my ass up. <laughs> well, that's what my dad was telling me a story about one of his friends that he just took a propane bottle and shoved the hose down the hole, and then turned the gas on, and then plugged the hole. And I'm like, and I was waiting for him to say, and he lit the fuse and blew the whole fucking. <laughs> I was waiting for a better story, but he's just like, no, they just plug it up and gas kills. I'm like, no, let's drill them blast, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is mining country out here. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> he is that little fucking prairie dog. <laughs> they, uh, when they burrow, they burrow back up. So they go down, then up like a U shape. So it is, that how they avoid, is that how they avoid water. flooding? Yeah. Smart little sons of bitches. Yeah. We, I found a hole out there and i swear to god they were rat hole in like blind frog ranch and it was a it was a goddamn duplex i'm not even kidding you that hole was probably two feet in diameter and it went straight down and then it had oh shit went off in different directions like good lord these little some bitches are sophisticated and not only that the ground out there is so hard i mean it's no water no nothing the vegetation is about yeah. about as long as your beard it's you know oh yeah the grass is all but gone because there's no water and that ground, like I said, is harder in the back of your head. I don't like, think you, they drink water. You couldn't drill. Th- well, I'm saying you couldn't dig through that with a goddamn track hoe. Yeah. And these little prairie dogs are just <laughs> straight yeah. down. And I'm sitting there looking like Because some of them, you know, kind of direct oh, a little yeah. bit. And, then like, and I was thinking of that. I was talking about that. I was like, you would think that when that pivot comes a- across and sits there for, you know, they move at mm-hmm. a snail's pace. But they dump out like 100 gallons of water an hour. Or a minute down through that, or whatever it is. I don't know. Somebody look up the specs on a pivot. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And but it, I would think it would drown them out. But well, what you just told me, no. So that makes sense. They get an air pocket just enough for them to breathe. And little fuckers. Yeah. And, and <laughs> anybody that's totally against us uh, shooting prairie dogs, uh, they raise havoc in our fields. They, they destroy. They destroy. It. And if you've ever been on a horse and been running through a field and the horse trips in one of them and rolls over you you'll shoot them every time yeah you're porcupines the same way sorry (laughs) your livestock yeah cows wouldn't take cow i mean those holes were big and that's what i was thinking like well thank god we don't have a hundred head of cows anymore because god half of them would have broken legs yeah but anyway they're taking over and you can't eat them so I mean, it's one of those That's, you are you are killing them and you are killing them, but you're knocking down. It's like mice. Somebody was telling me yesterday that uh, they're neat, and I usually catch them, and then I'll take them down and and put put them in an area that they won't get into people's stuff. And I was like, no, you step right on them. Yeah, <laughs> don't save a fucking. Mouse. You don't save a mouse. If you oh. ever had to work in the oil field and weld inside some of these cans. Yeah, the for central batteries and the pack rats that are yeah in the piss and the mice. 
You'll kill everyone. You think you love mice? Take go buy a piece of ground up on the mountain and park your trailer up there all summer long. <laughs> Squirrels same and way. And then up. and then the first time you come back and there's mouse shit everywhere and your shit's all tore up, you'll be looking for that tomcat mouse killer. You're damn right. And uh, looking for every I have way. A zero tolerance for mice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the only reason why we have a, a cat at this house because I literally hate cats. But that uh, cat of my daughter's, it yeah. uh, it destroys mice it, it doesn't like the kindies though it leaves the kindies everywhere isn't that gross <laughs> the cat can dissect a mouse and take out the kidneys yes i had a dog that could do that with her remedil oh yeah <laughs> he could give her a you could put that you could put that remedil in a half pound of bacon and that goddamn dog, dog and knows pick, it that, pick that pill out every time <laughs> oh man I, <clears throat> I miss my dog <laughs> yeah, I left uh, Roscoe and Duke. They're in the house. I was like, they can't come visit on the podcast on this no. one. All right. Yeah. That's they, all right. We don't need them out here bugging us in our laps right now when it's been <laughs> snowing outside. No shit. I've been building that uh, bar, and, and Roscoe decides he needs to come out with me, and he doesn't have any fur on him, so he freezes his ass off. And then he looks at the door, and he's like, I was like, you came out? Why? Stay in the house. You don't need to be up my ass everywhere I go. <laughs> Dog, you fucked up, not me. <laughs> and Bo- Boston Terriers are so much different than all the other dogs I've ever had. They have a different temperament. They don't talk. They're just mellow. I'd, I'd own another one. They're good dogs, man. Do you think Boston Terriers are bred to like the Patriots? Yeah. <laughs> Do you what? know, that they're? it's not a dog that I wanted, but... I think when he does die, uh, it's going to be a tear jerk. Both these dogs right here. All my dogs have been that way, though. If you don't love dogs, I don't know what to to tell you. Uh, Speak. Oh, go ahead. Well, people get into horses like dogs and have a bond with them. Oh, yeah. But usually horsemen kick the shit out of their dogs. And you're like, hey, he's a lot like that horse, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, what are you doing now that football's over? <laughs> Building bars. It's kind of a boring. Building bars. It was kind of boring. I had to find something to do. I was like, oh, shit, yesterday. I was like, Sunday. Fuck it, I'm going to Lowe's. <laughs> uh, did you go to Lowe's today? No, I did Or yesterday? I need, uh, yesterday I did, but I need to hit Lowe's and grab another sheet of plywood. Because the way I put the top on this, it's, it's going to be badass. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. excited. Maybe we'll I'll get the and... brewing stuff up. Uh, my son wants me to start brewing again. I haven't been brewing for a while because the price of brewing has gone up to where I can buy a keg of beer, which is illegal in Utah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can buy a keg of beer over there at Christie's Liquor. Shout out to them. And uh, <laughs> and uh, for cheaper than you could almost brew beer anymore. Unless I switch to steeping, which you uh, mash kit. You put all your raw grains in and just oh. make like a tea. Oh, okay. And then it goes into three different filtrations, and then you finally have a final mash. Um, lately, I've just been buying extracts. They don't taste as good. They're still good beer, though. I could usually put a keg of beer out in uh, five weeks. No shit. So I got make uh, it, two make or three it, of them. Make it uh, big time more potent. Make it like borderline uh, Every time I go over uh, five, yeah. I don't like the flavor of it. And I've made coffee beers, and I've made Blue Moons, and, and 
uh, wit beers and, and I don't know. I I like brewing beer. I do. I think I'm going to try it again. Hmm. Yeah, ever since this football's over, there's nothing to watch. Olympics. No. Olympics. Yeah. Do you watch any of that shit? I have not. I uh, see a lot of memes for people tear up uh, curling. I love that curling. <laughs> if you curling's awesome, it that's actually we we were in Canada one time and we went down it. They have it curling alleys, like bowling alleys mm-hmm. in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's the damnedest thing. <laughs> you get a bunch of stupid Americans out there on the ice trying. Well, to you, you saw the guy that uh, like took gold or something. Yeah, Joe it? Dirt. Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes and gets in his IROC outfit. <laughs> Cranks up the white snake and heads on yeah. home, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Turns up Kid Rock and... <laughs> I, uh, American badass. Oh, I, if you get a Was chance, he an American curler or Canadian? I don't know. I just saw the meme on Facebook. The mullet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that was him. I saw the meme, too. I didn't I didn't fact check that. But that I didn't fact check it. I don't care what fucking people think. <laughs> It's like, you know what, you could call me out on it. I'm, I'm getting used to it anymore. Yeah. It, if that's not him, prove that it isn't because it should be. If yeah. it's not. <laughs> when are they going to make, oh, I saw the Olympics. Now they're going to have breakdancing in the summer games. Yeah, I heard that. That makes no goddamn sense. Mm. doesn't make any sense to me. I think everybody wants to have their thing in life and be good at it. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Why is it in the Olympics? I don't know. They put they t- skateboarding in last year. Well, I can understand skateboarding. That's awesome. I can understand skateboarding and some of that stuff because you can actually get paralyzed from the top of your head to your tip of your toes well, doing that shit. I got to think about that when you're just talking about it, though, Jason. Maybe you can. Hmm. It's dancing. It's the same thing as those guys' uh, gymnastics. All the competing. all right then. Forgive me for all you break dancers out there that yeah. listen to this. I hope you're not offended. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> I remember busting a move on a cardboard box. Back oh my in the god! 80s. I Did hope you? I hope they have a piece of cardboard and a ghetto blaster with, and that and they got to walk out with that on their shoulder. Like I said, uh, breaking two, yeah, breaking breaking two is that right? In yeah. 84, 82, 81, I don't know what oh, it yeah. was, but yeah. Did you uh, Did you ever have parachute pants? I'm sitting here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I did the first <laughs> Roosevelt. We used to break dance to oh, Michael Jackson. Jesus That's what's Christ. funny is thriller and shit like that. Oh my good hell. Twisted sister. You know? Oh I, I was awesome on a knee spin. Oh, I bet you were. What <laughs> <laughs> just before you blew it out roller skating, trying to be tan again. Oh my god. Oh. Um no, now I was thinking about this. All this shit you just tried to keep up with living out here. Now it's funny. Now that you bring it up. Yeah, uh-huh. I always live out in Roosevelt, Utah. I always break dancers. Oh. <laughs> Where are you now? <laughs> and then we'd go haul hay. We'd break dance from. Nine- we'd haul hay all day, and then we'd dress up and put Aspen on and go to the state <laughs> dance. <laughs> and break dance out in the parking lot. I thought about that Aspen clone that we were all into. We oh, overdid it. In Aspen school. and colors and. Uh, CK1, yes, that right? CK, yeah. All right. Calvin oh. Klein. <laughs> yeah. And see, my dad would give me, my no, grandpa would give me Brute oh, my, for Christmas by Fabergé. It was like mosquito repellent. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and dad would give me Old English. <laughs> you tried to wear that and they're like, good God, he smells like gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Go into your parents' house and look under their 
cupboards in their bathrooms or whatever and see if that shit still exists because I guarantee there's it a does. T- I guarantee yeah an old spice oh my god my parents there's a did uh, you ever shave and, and put old spice on probably that fucking hurts <laughs> <laughs> probably grandpa do it he look slap like, his chick uh, yeah look like home alone when what's his name puts his he's like, <laughs> burns his shit out of your eyes with water and your skin's on fire uh and I, I remember telling my parents that i wanted a boom box to break dance to they bought me one mm-hmm. it had like four inch speakers on it just little bitty suckers yeah and, i mean it, it was like not one you walked around with on your shoulder and it took like six c batteries and they only lasted like fucking 15 no minutes. shit you <laughs> i was just gonna say that you needed a truckload of batteries to if you wanted to boogaloo for any any length of time that is hilarious man those are some of the stuff that we grew up cranking through. out your two live crew <laughs> yeah yeah see so so my son showed up today and and yeah i've been listening to iHeartRadio. uh Motley Crue has a station, and it, there's no commercials. Oh, nice. And so it's like a good hair band. And honestly, when I'm working, I can mm-hmm. listen to some hair bands, man, mm-hmm. and have a good time. And he comes up, and he says, you know, Dad, the music there, right there, held some, definitely some, uh, it held for a long time, for like two decades. Yeah. And the rest of them haven't. No. Well, like you get into a music conversation i've noticed this like you get into a music conversation with somebody and they go who's the greatest band ever and it'll it seems like it always goes back to like maybe ozzy yeah black sabbath crew mm-hmm. ronnie james dio whatever mega De- you know all that stuff it goes back to that generation through the 70s to the you know 80s, se- 90s, 70s yeah. 80s early 90s and yeah. then it kind of ends like and then they throw in nirvana and you can't you can't Foo Fighters. Any, uh, well, Foo Fighters is Nirvana 2.0. Yeah, and, and and then you got Foo Fighters. Then you get into uh, Stain, Disturbed, and we we switched over the Millennial. You know, I mean, yeah. right there, ninety into the 90s. 95, 98, yeah. whatever it was. I mean, get some more music gurus in here that could tell you exactly when all that shit took place. But we are mu- the music gurus. But <laughs> it seems like though, when you talk about the greatest bands, and stuff like that they go who's the guitar who's the greatest guitar players or you get into those and it's always that genre like yeah. eddie trunk talks about it at nauseum every single day and like these guys are getting in their 60s now 60s 70s you know <laughs> keith richards keith richards, 80. <laughs> keith richards mick jagger they said mick jagger works out like twice a day well have you seen him he's only weighs like 80 pounds no i haven't Dude, but, yeah that guy is i mean He's more like a runner in shape. Yeah. I Yoga. Yep. Who the hell was talking about? I think it was a Joe Rogan or somebody was talking about him. Like, yeah, rolling. I was talking to Joe Rogan the other day, too, you know? <laughs> We're uh, big. That, that, <laughs> that, um, the Stones, their tour has like 16 trucks that hauls them around. Yeah. One of those trucks is Jagger's Gym. Yeah, I imagine sweet. that. Jagger's Gym. A, Jagger's Gym. Um, the, he works out, and he's like, he's at our parents' age. Uh-huh. And you go, hmm, Where did, how come our parents can't do that? Yeah, my dad's over there trying to buck bells, and he's like, oh, my back hurts like 40. Because they never did anything their whole entire life. They've had nothing but money. Jagger? Yeah. Oh, goddamn. This huh. guy's been playing since they were 16 years old. They're 70, 75? Yeah. 
You know, I mean, good well, hell. You, I mean, you think about it. Aerosmith started in nineteen. Aerosmith yeah. started nineteen seventy five. So no. that's forty six years ago. Forty six, yeah. forty seven years ago. Forty six. Um, and they're still playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just funny to me that when they talk about all oh, these great bands, who's the greatest? Who's the greatest? That and you could put in your guy Travis Barker and stuff like that, and the drummers and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's guys that are good, but there's also. But it's funny how there's like icons. They were only around, and then there's got the icons running around for a minute that you kind of still talk about today. Uh, Tom Morello, Icky Woods, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Vanilla Ice. Everybody Vanilla knows who Vanilla Ice is. Vanilla Ice is only active for like what three, four years, maybe. And one album, <laughs> one album, and the whole album sucked except one <laughs> song. One song. <laughs> there was a knockoff of Queen. <laughs> no, uh, David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie and Queen. And Queen? Yeah. Yeah. Freddie Mercury was on that as well. Oh. Under pressure. Did ding, he, ding, 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 ding. Did he write? Oh, no, it's a different bass line. It's a whole different thing. It, like, it's oh. got one more beat. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, it's a dee, 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 dee. Yeah. Dee. Oh, God. <laughs> now, he, now he builds houses. Yeah. He flips houses or some shit. Rob Van Winkle or whatever his name is. But once you're rich, you have that connection to get in with people. Yeah. Have you ever watched Entourage? The TV show Entourage? Yeah, the season. Mm-mm. Watch it. It's actually... Uh, <laughs> Is it very inspirational or what? There's a lot of good sex in it. But uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, it's actually about his life. Oh, really? Yeah. And so Mark Wahlberg, uh, he, he makes a few appearances in it. But uh, it's Mark Wahlberg when he came... When he was Marky Mark? Marky Mark. He had his entourage of people that was with him all the time. Still. Huh. To this day. And it reminds me of like uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. All that group were together at one time. You know, and so they went through and and started getting interviews and everybody became actors and blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, even Ben Affleck's little brother, Casey. Yeah. Is out there and acts. <clears throat> but he's not as cool as his brother. He, I listened to an interview with him on, I, I think it was Richard Covino. And uh, he's like, yeah, when we get Fathom... Family gatherings. Ben always buys the better presents. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> now he's back with Jen. Speaking of speaking of entourage and influencers and whatnot, uh-huh. um, there was a show on Netflix called Inventing Anna. Oh, I saw the previews you, yesterday. You got to watch that. It's that, a girl out of. Uh, uh, well, she's off of Ozark. Yeah, Ozark. It's, it's Ruth from Ozark, and she changed. She's got this shitty German accent, but. Do you find her appealing? I mean, a sexual appeal. There, that's been a question in social media. No, her, no, in Ozark, her head looks like it's covered in ramen noodles. <laughs> you gotta. Um, she is. I love her lingo in there. I always tell. Her, Man, I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's in this show, and it's a true story. And she she plays the girl, and you you'd have to look her up. But she swindled all these people thinking that she was a rich heiress all this money back in germany or yeah germany or russia one of the two uh-huh. and uh and she goes on and she becomes she's hanging out with all these socialites and they're buying her all this shit she's going all over she didn't have a pot to piss into the window to throw it out of she's staying in these in these hotels and what she would do she'd check in and she would get in and then she would give them this story about how she has this money and she says oh just get in She'd charge everything to the room. And then when they go to pay the room, they'd just kick her out. She'd move on. Oh, man. It's crazy. 
but it's a true story that she was trying to get this money together to build this social club in downtown New York. And she had this bank on the line for $40 million and she's only 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And anyway, you got to watch that. And then, and then they mention it in the show in inventing Anna, they mention a guy talking about wanting to put together fire festival, F Y R E fire festival. Uh huh which is a true story and that's on that's a documentary and that's on hulu and these people are just bullshit artists and they get these young stupid kids with all this their parents have all this money and they get them to buy tickets to these festivals like twelve thirty thousand mm-hmm. or whatever they get down there and they're sleeping in fema tents and <laughs> so oh, it's a whole fucking disaster so i'm not going to spoil it for you but it's it is check it, it out it's just crazy what people will if they think you got money and they think what people can be bought for and this the one line this girl that's in it um this anna she this girl is the um desk clerk at this hotel and she always comes in demanding this and demanding that she's got this the the accent she uses just drive you nuts if you if you watch her on uh, i just saw the previews is all if I you watch her on ozark you see her on this it'll kind of drive you nuts drive you nuts yeah but anyway so she's got this girl and she comes in she goes i need you and the girl's like i'm I'm busy right now. And she starts handing her $100 bills. Well, she goes, the girl goes home and she's counting her money. And her boyfriend goes, anybody that flashes cash like that is hiding something from you. And every, and then, and so it's like, Oh, whatever, whatever. And then, it, and then the more that goes on that, it just, she slowly unravels, but it's, it's a damn good show. And it's based on true. It's a true story. Okay. So you have to go check that out. Yeah. Speak, but speaking of all the socialites, I'm like, Oh shit. What people will, what people will pay for it just blows my mind. Like, what's these NFTs or what these new things they're talking about? These non something that people are, there are memes and stuff all over the oh, internet yeah. about the I paid twelve million dollars for this drawing of a duck or something like that. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Somebody does. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll get with that. Yeah. No, that's that's weird. Um, I'm gonna check it out. It's it I. Went through it yesterday. I was looking at it, and I thought, well, there's a new one, but I got to finish Ozark first. <laughs> well, Ozark's bullshit, and this is a true story. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Ozark is Sometimes great. Sometimes bullshit's better than the true story. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ozark and Jason Bateman, I was reading a story about him. What a, his, he's the comeback kid. Yeah, he was. Do you remember his sister was bigger than him, and she was on uh, Family Ties? Family Ties. Yeah, Justine Bateman. Justine. Oh, I loved her. I can't remember what he was in in the beginning, but then it talks about how he slowly and then um, always. I think he got his comeback in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's in mm-hmm. that, and then just kind of and he kind of made it. He had his, he he was off work for like twenty years. And, he did and Arrested Development. Arrested Development. That's what it was. Not yeah. not Always Sunny. Arrested Development. I followed him. He's never been my favorite actor, but he, he is seems now. To pop up now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's coming back. He was great in Slumdog Millionaire, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not Slumdog, sorry. Uh, bad words. Oh, yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've... Uh, it seems like he was in some flop films right there when his sister was the big actor. And then uh, she was... The last show I think I saw her in was they were singing, My Mother and Your Mother. That's two after. <laughs> <laughs> It was the flag song. I'll punch your mother in the nose or some fucking weird shit. 
campfire song. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, my mother and your mother were out hanging clothes. My mom would pumped your mother in the fucking nose or something. Weird I said it. Hey, now. Hey, now. Aikawaikawade. Oh, God. Yeah, that song. Oh, she God. was in a show like that, and I don't even remember the song. I, I mean, the, the film, but I remember the song that she was in. But mm. she flew off. She's done. You know, she's not even around on any social media or anything. I, well, it's like Molly Ringwald. She'd rather be a mom than get any fame. Yeah. What's she going to do after 16 Candles? Pretty and in breakfast peak. And Breakfast Club? I'm pretty in peak. All right. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, she's probably mm. acting now. We was talking about the Olympics, and I know you didn't watch it, but there's one there's a one thing, there, or probably a lot of things, but there's one thing that sticks out in my mind about the Olympics is there was this uh, American. She was born and raised in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Elaine Gu, I mm-hmm. think I think that's right. And she goes. She spends her whole life raised in San Francisco, and then she goes, and then her mom's Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay, and her dad. I guess her dad's American. Anyway, she lives in America. She goes over. She skis for the Chinese and wins gold. All right. And everybody's just like, "Oh, oh my God, great for her, good for her." And I'm like. <clears throat> She should be the American flag. Yeah. <laughs> you spend your whole life here. All these opportunities you've had in life to, to get to where you are. And then you go ski for the Chinese. Yeah. That's well, bullshit. It's, it's happened with our dream teams. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you know, we were basketball kind of, players. Yeah, like we were that, talking so. about that. But some of those guys, they're from there. Yeah. And then they're they from there. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, a lot of people want their dual citizenship. I've got two nieces that are down in Mexico right now. Then I guarantee when they get back, they'll they'll decide that they want to have dual citizenship. You know, but I mean, they're I, born and raised here. Yeah, I, well, that's one thing. I just think it's a horse of different color when it comes to the the skiing for the Chinese yeah. when you're an American. Yeah, if you, if you were from China, true, and then you yeah, learned I how to that, ski in China, and you did all this shit in China, and then you true, the, your your guidelines right there are probably the Olympics. I don't know how they handle it. I but would. It'd be like, okay, I'm really good at shooting guns, but I really want to shoot guns in Russia. You know, I mean, and then I'm go to try out for the Russia team. It well, would work. You know, I would think of you'd probably have to give up your citizenship. Or something like, I mean, you're talking communist China. Yeah, I don't think communist China is going to let you waltz in there. I think there's a there's probably some shit that we'll never know what really happened. You're probably right, but I mean, be proud of who you are. Yeah, Um, I don't have a problem with that portion of it. It definitely has a gray area on the rules for. Well, I think is it right or not? You know, I think it's a kick in the nuts to the to your country that you grew up in that you are a citizen of that you. There's a lot of people that aren't happy with our country, though. Take it. Well, I mean, you are you live here, but you can't afford to just up a road. Yeah, and, and I don't know if she's going to come back to America like nothing ever happened. Keep and then keep her life back here. I don't know. There was uh, another, there was another girl, a speed skater, that won. That she got called uh, Aaron. What's her name? Aaron Jackson, uh-huh. speed skater. She. I mean, some of these points were. Crazy! Oh, uh, Sean White's last ride. You oh, see him? You know yeah. who he is, right? Yeah, Snowboarder. I do. I definitely do. He was in contention. I I wish he could have, but he crashed on his last last run and he got fourth. Yeah, well, that's fourth is in the Olympics is 
still better than nothing. At 32 years old at or whatever. Well, I mean, it's like Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk was one of the greatest skateboarders. Uh, now they got it in the Olympics, and he's like, well, fuck, I got left out on this. But And he would have blown the doors off everybody at the time, you know? Yeah, he probably would have. So, But, uh, you know, just too old to compete now. Hmm. It happens. It happens to all of us. I'm thinking I'm getting too old to compete, too. <laughs> got that bad knee from rollerblading. Yeah. Yeah. They both hurt now. <laughs> and, uh, I, and my job right now, I haven't been doing as much construction, laboring, and stuff like that. And yeah. Building that bar up, down, up, down, on your oh. knees, this and that. And I'm like, my back hurts today. What the hell? Well, Go, of course, we need a new bed. Pull the carpet off your stairs. You'll be laid up for a week. When you pull the carpet out of your house and spend all day pulling in all the staples out of your stairs. So huh? I got a story about that. <laughs> we had a New Year's party here. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to mention names, but she was part of the family. She got wasted, wasted drunk. All right? <laughs> and because she was a college student, you know, yeah. I can out drink everybody. And, uh-huh. Yeah. She threw up all the way down the stairs. Oh. We all went to bed. We're all bad. I wake up the next morning, walk out of my room. There's no fucking carpet all the way down the fucking stairs, all the way down the hallway. My wife ripped up the fucking carpet in the middle of the night. She says, I couldn't get the throw up out of it. And I was like, you're shitting me. You fucking pulled the carpet up last night, three in the morning? I mean, this tack boards are fucking everywhere. <laughs> you step on that shit, that'll wake you up in a hurry. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, look there. What are we going to do now? Well, I tiled them. They're fucking tiled now. But oh, so now you're just going to free fall. You fucking bruise your kidneys when you go down in that. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. That was a hell of a project. And it's one of those projects that sounded so good to do. And it's one of those. Shouldn't have probably done that. But it is great to clean. I mean, yeah. no problem. But, oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought about doing that, putting Pergo on my stairs until i thought about the the sock versus pergo angle and i'm like no <laughs> uh my daughter says i worry about those stairs they're gonna be what kills you when you you get older and i was like i know i know uh, but uh dad'll just hold the hand railing <laughs> as he goes down we'll get one of those little buggies that go up the side of it <laughs> oh shit so a couple of years ago um the mother-in-law and her then husband had bought a house and they were re- they were remodeling it as you do when you buy a house first thing you do is tear the carpet out so he had this giant house and anyway had all this carpet and he calls me up and he goes jason what do i do with all this carpet i go well john i'd take it down to the landfill and throw it in the carpet muncher <laughs> Uh, True story. He walks. He drives down to the goddamn landfill in West York, and as he goes, "Hey, uh, looking for the carpet muncher." I got a bunch of carpet. Oh my good hell! <laughs> oh, everybody loves a good carpet muncher. Yeah, and the crazy part about that story is his, his sister flies the equal flag. <laughs> so we're like, oh, John, oh. just take it down there to the carpet muncher at the landfill." He drives down there asking for it, and they're like, no, she quit. Oh, what? No, actual carpet. No. Uh, no, just to haul it down there. It's $5. Take it down. Oh, my God. I love it. We've laughed him over years on that, but. 
It's obviously still funny. It's still funny to me that he, oh, yeah. he no, it was like I said, you say, say you sing, you can say anything just right. People think you know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I used to, uh, we had a guy that didn't speak too much English, and I'm an asshole. And I'd go over to him and ask him what time it was. Yeah. Goes in ya? Goes in ya? And he'd, he'd look at me and like, oh, okay, it's 11.35. You know, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm such a dick, but... <laughs> Oh God! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> assholes. <laughs> yeah, I grew out of it. I'm a lot better person. Oh, now, I, uh, I think back on it though. I want to get. I want to get. He's talking about. It reminded me of the old days of working and what the shit you can get in trouble for now and what you can't get in trouble yeah. for. And I told you I was talking to the talking to Tony Olson today, and we need to get him in here. And you guys need to talk about the old oil filled days versus the new oil filled days. Oh yeah. It's changed quite a bit. Oh man, I was I was talking to somebody else I know and he was like, Yeah, so and so got fired for saying this and I'm like yeah. Really? Wow. There's a lot that you can get away with. And I mean a lot of it's common sense, just uh know your surroundings. Well, yeah, now. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. They the talk- text messaging that I get from work sometimes gets out of hand you're like God, you guys are on a group text there's <laughs> one guy in here that he's religious man come on you, you guys gotta respect respect other people you know yeah. what I mean? it's fun to play and stuff like that but sometimes it does get out of hand um yeah there's a lot of shit that we can't do that i used to do you know we used to be able to wear shorts to work and throw coveralls on you know what i mean i've heard that now we have frcs you know what i mean we mm-hmm. have to wear a uniform to work you know, fire retardant, but after three washes, it's no good. You read the label on it. So <laughs> that's these a, that's hoodies a pretty, that you buy, that's a over pretty, $200. That's a pretty, yeah, I was going to say, we were down at, like I said, we took in all the sights and sounds of Roosevelt. We shopped at Ace the other day, and I saw all those Ariat shirts or fire, oh, FR, yeah. FR stuff. and was like, good Lord, there's a hoodie on there. Like, like you said, $200-something. Like, yeah, I used to give the... Uh, $850 for an allowance, and now it's, it's unlimited because, hell, you wear them out so damn quick, and I get grease on them. Mm. And, I mean, there's some guys always have clean shirts, and you're like, how much money are you spending from the company all the time? Just mm. so you could be – it used to be you got to work, you went to work, you wore mm. your old clothes, you worked hard, and if you got greasy, so be it. You got greasy. You threw that shit away, but you threw on another whole – pair of pants and then now it's a social class look at me i have to look clean i have to wear nice boots in the oil field oh yeah looking clean crazy to me and that the new style the new style of kids tuck your pant legs into your cowboy boots wear a mullet and put your hat clear up on top of your head adjust it down very tight to where it just sits on the crown of your head that is the new image for high school kids. I'm not shitting you. <clears throat> <laughs> I saw it the other day. I was like, look at this pretty boy. I... Oh, and you got to bring back the old ski glasses from the 80s. The Vipers? Yeah. The Pit Vipers? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little kid on Instagram that does Pit Vipers. He's pretty funny, but he's got the mullet. And he goes, hey, let's go mullet. Got to shake it out. Shake out the mullet. <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> he's funny as fuck, but he's... 
Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a basin thing. No, the pit vipers are everywhere. No, Might... no, no. The, the, the oh. image that they're all dressing like? Mm, mullets. I see a lot of mullets. Um, it's like permed. Twila, <laughs> Co- Twila County's got a lot of mullets. I've seen a lot of them out there. There we go. It's there a was a kid. I, see, I suck. I used to, last summer I was loading oil at this place and you had a loaded road or uh, emulsion oil and, and oil. Oh, I mean, yeah. oil, 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 yeah, oil. Well, this, I mean, oil is oil, and this kid had this big, long, flung, fully mullet. He looked like Blake Shelton from back <laughs> in the day. I know you don't know who that is. I'll try and get I know it closer. Uh, see here, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn doesn't listen to country. <laughs> he looked like, <laughs> looked like Ronnie James. Isn't Blake Shelton? He looked with, like Ryan uh, James Dio. Anyway. With uh, Gwen Stefani? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I know who he is. Anyway, so early Blake Shelton. Anyway, he's got this Blake Shelton mullet, and I'll, I sit there teasing him, and they go, that'd be pretty good right up until that oil splashed up and hit you in the back of the head, and then you got to cut your hair off. No shit. No shit. Uh, I said, how do you keep that clean? How do you walk around in this? I mean, that oil plant is hot as balls. I mean, outside of the plant, it was 105 degrees. Outside the plant, yeah. and your inside is like 130-something degrees standing yeah. there in that rack, and I'm like, my God. Oh, yeah. It's, I could just smell it, to be honest with you. No, that's awful. But yeah, he had that big, pretty mullet, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you look awkwardly like an awkward Canadian curler at this point. That mullet. <laughs> I, I understand country, <laughs> and I'm an old country fan. Uh-huh. Tom T. Hall, yeah, love Tom T. Hall, love Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. love Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. I like the old country stars. The old like 20. how like how far back are you talking? Like seventies. No, I'm I'm going to go with the 50s. Like real? real Hank Williams. Oh. My buck, it's got a hole in it. Mm-hmm. Can't buy no beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got free beer on a plane trip to Mexico because I sang, uh, I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fella. <laughs> Whiskey's too rough. Champagne costs too much. And vodka puts my mouth in gear. Yeah. I like beer. Yeah. So, no. Um, I didn't know any of that old country until I met my wife. And yeah. She despises it, to be honest with you. But uh, I like the old stuff, but I, I, I can't sit and listen to the new. And I think a lot of the new is more, more rock and roll, to be honest with you, than it, than it is uh, old country. You know, I mean, country had a different, the steel guitar and and... You know, it was just a slower pace, you know, and I liked that stuff. Yeah. Up until about the 90s. Well, you didn't like the 90s? Oh, I got into Garth Brooks, and I got into um, Alabama, which was 80s, 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, Reba. Um, I liked her, and I liked Shania Twat. <laughs> Who didn't like her? But uh, Faith Hill. Yeah. I think well, now the people you ask people to play country, they're going to, if you were at a party, well, whatever, people like our age, you say, play some country, they'd dial up 90s country on, on Amazon or okay. on Spotify. Outlaw well, country? <laughs> no. Not serious? Well, out, well, outlaws like your, I don't know, Shooter Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Stuff like that. Yeah. See, the, I, the newer I stuff. And that's what it. I was kind of talking about the other day, the, the outlaw country. I don't listen to, but they, those are kind of like the country star, the the people that don't get as much play as the mainstream guys. Yeah, you know, like your 
Sturgill Simpsons and your Cody Jenks and your Jackson Taylor and and uh, guys like that, the people that you find by accident yeah. on Amazon, okay. on Amazon or Spotify or whatever, whatever you listen to, you you find those guys and it's got a lot more heavy heavy guitars and and mm-hmm. more suggest. I mean, the lyrics are a lot di- different. They don't talk about. They don't want to talk about having a beer in your truck and yeah. dirt roads and all that shit. And they're like cocaine and whiskey and yeah, dirty. You know. That's where I said it's more of a rock and roll. Kind yeah, of. it's 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 harder. And that's yeah, that's what we were talking. That's why I think those guys there are kind yeah. of getting a bad shake because they don't get the mainstream and mm-hmm. whatever. Whoever decides what mainstream is, yeah, um, it's fourteen year old kids, thirteen, fourteen. It's all pop that that decides mainstream mm-hmm. um no you left and went to college and i stayed here and we had am 1250 and no matter what it's a f- it's always on somewhere and, mm-hmm. and you you can't miss <laughs> my dad's truck that i had to drive out here <laughs> yeah hawkeye hawkeye was back on the damn radio this week i don't know if jen rook's out or what but uh hawkeye was sitting dj and, and i was like god damn you know, but I remember the Fred Brown days and Hawkeye, and and they played old country in the morning. They still do, and so I can actually listen to that. And honestly, uh, back when we had two way radios at work, you get pumper to put it on the radio and blast it for a little while for twelve fifty. You had to drive around, listen to his fucking shit all day. Oh God, that was an old trucking thing some dickhead to do that on the cb Key your mic keys mic and you'd have to listen to whatever and it's like oh, you fucking yeah you, you guys i'll throw some <laughs> an- anthrax on <laughs> this son bitch i want fu- oh <laughs> yeah you're like i hope you die i hope you die soon i hope you hit something hard hell yeah <laughs> roll that son bitch over yeah oh. oh you're getting some more listeners out in the city and my other buddy called yeah. me up the other day i love it yeah shout I out Shout out to Tyrell King, oh, Diamond right. K Excavating. He's a legend in his own mind. I love it. We are actually, we boosted quite a bit. We doubled in, in listeners in the last two weeks. Really? Do you yeah. think it was that Rude Jude? I don't know if it's a Rude Jude or just people start listening more. Or yeah. I have no idea. It's it's weird to watch how the analytics work. It During Christmas, you wouldn't find anybody listening to podcasts, but at 5 o'clock this morning... I had eight listeners, and I put out at 4 o'clock. All right. And you're like, well, it's only eight listeners, but 4 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. people are listening to us. So we're out there. We're running. We're having fun. We're going to grow on this. And we're just going to enjoy it like it's a campfire and have fun. If you don't want to listen to us, fuck yeah, them. I don't, don't give a shit. Let's have fun. Oh, that, that rude Jude story he told, that was a good story. But to me, the hero of that whole story was the cat. <laughs> i agree everything else could have happened to anybody but that cat just sitting there going i don't know who you're trying to impress i agree cody <laughs> cody's got the book um he actually bought two books he got the hard copy and the, the paperback and he says i'll bring it over and read and i was like nah you just leave it at your house no you just leave it there <laughs> <laughs> he did buy some of that yellowstone whiskey they actually sell at the roosevelt liquor store yeah i saw it advertised on tv or it's something. like 40 bucks a bottle um that's when I went qu- in there, not quite rock gut. No, I went and looked at it, and I was like, "It looked like rock gut to me." It was a yellower whiskey than 
Mm. I, I like, I, I think a little darker bourbon than that. Mm. Whiskey is good. Is it Whiskey. straight? Is it straight or is it uh, blend? I don't know. I didn't sit and don't give a shit. Don't, don't yeah, care. That I was like, it was forty bucks a bottle. I was like, fuck that. Give me two bottles of Potters. <laughs> no kidding. Speaking of Yellowstone, I hope Utah pulls her head out of their ass and changes their tax laws so that Yellowstone, the Costner, will come back and film here. Yeah. I heard Roosevelt, Roosevelt's uh, Ron Winterton's pushing that oh, to get that changed. That's awesome. So I hope I hope that takes place. See, that's the kind of stuff that I think that that's more, you know, what people need to pay attention. Like, get Utah on the map, you know, but get yeah. your, you know, get get it out there. Get don't, every time don't I be push stupid. For it, oh, every time you push for it, though, everybody pushes back. You know, I mean, they're like, we don't want that. Yeah, you don't want to make money because you yeah. may or may not be given a discount to that's the thing. Why these it's become a thing now that just because they're a big company and they want a tax break that they're a bad person, you don't need to tell them to go piss off. Well, look at the big picture. Yeah, you're gonna give these guys you're gonna give them a, a X amount of dollar tax break, but look at all the money you're generating not just in their incomes, but the whole picture. So let's say, yeah. let's just pretend that Yellowstone was shot here. Yeah. And they go, well, we want a tax break. If we make $12 million, we want a $2 million tax break. And $2 million sounds like a lot of money. Until you think, well, if they leave, you're losing $10 million. Mm-hmm. And then you got the all the other stuff that comes along with it, all the catering and the housing and the da-da-da-da. And the, and yeah. The, and the, I mean, look at the big picture of everything and not just... Exactly. Focus in on we're giving these guys a rebate, and they're a big company, and they're terrible. Yeah. Mm, no, they're a big company. They want to do business with you, but in order for them to do business, they want something back from you. They just don't want to give you everything. You got to give something back. Yeah. But you're going to get a return on that tenfold. Your 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 incomes are going to go up. Your jobs are going to go up. Your you know your tourism could go up. I mean, all yeah. this shit could go up. But but Utah, they and there's like. 11 or 12 states that don't even have that tax code and, and people want to go there. Mon- mm-hmm. So they moved to Montana because Montana is a better deal. And Utah wouldn't budge. And Costner's like, I want to do five movies here and maybe bring Yellowstone back. Do you know he has a, a membership with the Pleasant Valley Hunting Club? I've heard he's been out here a lot and I'd yeah. love to run into him at Maverick buying a bonfire burrito or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gut bomb. <laughs> speaking, of lo- speaking of locals, I want to throw this out there. Uh, um. William Bertosh, is that his name? Uh-huh. Matt, Bert, Matt and Carlina Bertosh's son won state championship. Yep, shout uh, out to swimmer. him. Swimmer, shout out to that's him awesome. for that. That's cool. I love individual sports, and that's why I was kind of wanting to, mm-hmm. trying to get back to the Olympics, but the Summer Olympics and everything. I love individual sporting versus, yeah. I mean, I like the team sports, but. You're, you're more of a wrestler but than the, a football the, player. But the, well, not necessarily, but the, the football, and I don't know if I ever told you about the debacle we had with, trying to do foster kids uh-huh. we had this little kid and he wanted to be a football star the problem was he was 13 years old weighed 65 pounds i'm like you're never going to play football yeah so we got him into wrestling and, and he excelled at it he was kind of a natural talent he was fast he was quick but he was just too goddamn small yeah <clears throat> but then and i told him i says individual sports is your thing you're i said do you want to go out and do uh, be a be on the football team, and you guys win the championship. But it was actually Braxton, Graydon, Hayden, Jaden, and Quinn that won the football 
the the quarterbacks you know and you sat yeah. on the sidelines and maybe played on kickoff or do you want to be win your own gold medals or your own trophies what do you want to do true. and so i like that we you know i didn't know union even had a swim team they didn't when we were there but uh uh they do now that's cool i hope i hope that he goes on um i hope that he can do great something sport. with that great sport yeah that's hard yeah swimming that far and not drowning oh shit <laughs> yeah that's a long ways to go at a high rate of speed and yeah so i i hope that i i hope nothing for the best for him on that deal yeah that's awesome i hope he goes to the olympics there you go he'd yeah. be the next michael be, phelps from roosevelt utah from roosevelt utah that'd be awesome i uh yeah the last time i uh went snorkeling up damn near ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a uh, the, yeah it's a lot like snorkeling <laughs> 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 swim, thinking, swimming 200 meters as fast as you yeah, can is a lot like snorkeling i was thinking that <laughs> well we went to uh uh we were in dominican republic and there was a island out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and i mean this island wasn't even 200 foot by 200 foot was it epstein's island i had no <laughs> <laughs> mike epstein. but it had a, a place there and it was unlimited rum and cokes it was like Epstein's Island. Yeah, and we went with a lot of religious people, and not like Epstein's. They Island. said, <laughs> he said, uh, just tell them no run, no run with your coke. And I was like, no, this is Quinn. Run with <laughs> mucho, the coke, mucho, mucho run. And they're cutting pineapples and shit like that. And we're out there swimming on this coral reef. It was cool. I went and had a good time. You know, I mean, it was fun. The water was crashing into us. It had some pretty good waves and everything. I came in and drank about four or five rum and cokes. <laughs> and the one guy goes, hey, you guys haven't seen nothing. Go out to the deep part where it drops off to the 60-foot stuff. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Well, there's a current change. The ocean is so much different than lakes. As soon as you hit that edge, it's there's a current. Yeah, because there's a thing called the fucking moon. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's called tide Quinn. So i'm sitting out there and these tides keep crashing into my snorkel well i'm filling up with water coughing salt water <laughs> i'm coughing and i'm only in well i went to the edge and there were some cool things looking down but they got dark and yeah, i'm intimidated I'm in, yeah i was intimidated as hell so i start swimming back to the beach these waves are crashing in keep crashing in mm. i can't breathe I'm hyperventilating. I've drank five drinks, you know. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to throw this out there. Your choices in extreme sporting suck. <laughs> I'm going to get drunk and go snorkeling and look off where the where the uh, where the trenches are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well, get, where the where the edges where the where drops off <laughs> into the abyss where the monsters live. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to go roll up. Yeah, you're rollerblading, blowing your knee. You're, yeah. you're, you're sporting. You're sporting so, sucks. So I come back. You're more of a cornhole and shoe, horseshoe guy. I, I really am. Swimmer. I really am. But I'm Leave actually, the swimming up to Matt Bertosh's son. Was, yeah, no shit. I was, I'm pretty awesome at swimming, just not drunk. But uh, So I start coming in, and I've always been told, don't touch the reef. Mm. You ruin the reef. Yeah. I can't breathe, man. I'm drowning. Oh, fuck the reef at that point, huh? Yeah. Well, one of the guys that we went from Roosevelt with looks at me and he goes, Quinn, dude, we've been out here swimming, having a good time. I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I take the mask off. I'm coughing and everything. And he's like, 
just stand up. So we're only in like three foot of water. <laughs> so I stand up, <laughs> breathe. Oh, sweet baby like, Jesus, water's up to your waist. I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> water's up to your waist. Do you think you're the Mariana's trench, huh? Well, I didn't want to touch that reef. Uh, There's all this cool shit and everything. And well, I yeah. stood up on a rock. Uh, fuck it. Well, you're not, probably not going to kill the entire thing. No, but yeah, he got some sunblock. Fuck it. <laughs> and here you are telling the story. See how that worked out? Yeah. It was a good story, though. It was fun. Good times. Oh, right on. So you got to travel back to the city now. Yeah, I heard it snowing out there. Oh, shit. You're going to travel I hope it's really nothing. back, but you're a trucker. No, God. Mother I pretend trucker. to be. I pretend to be. I heard, I hope it's nothing like that Christmas storm we had. Holy sweet baby Jesus. Oh. That was insane in the membrane. I'm trying to look at the weather. Weather? Yeah. Bore everybody here with the weather report. There you go. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all it's, good. Yeah, it looks like the clouds are blue and green from here to Duchesne. <laughs> We hit a storm one time heading home after Christmas or something. We, uh-huh. we hit snow in Duchesne. No shit. We hit snow in Duchesne, and we did not run out of snow until we hit West Jordan and pulled in the garages when it quit snowing. It was when we were inside our house. Mm. It snowed so hard. Everything was closed. Um, oh, yeah. Had to go through, had to go through Provo Canyon. That was a mess because uh, oh, yeah. 80 was closed up over Parley's. Went through Provo Canyon, got through that. And it cleared up in like right when you come out of the canyon. So from on 800 north from 89 to whatever to the freeway, it was fine. Like, oh shit, we're out of it. No. Got on the freeway, started headed up north, and got to Lehigh. Oh, one of the mountains always shitty. It got western. We were actually making our own road. It was like, (laughs) it was like driving through the Walking Dead. It was like all the cars, there were just cars and trucks spun out. We were literally just not in a lane. We're just, just trailing it just going making our own trails to get over the hill (laughs) it was the worst and the whole time with a newborn in the back and we're just like oh my god the probe the probe spent a lot of mountain trips back and forth (laughs) to salt lake mondays and thursdays mondays and thursdays for five years you know ford really shot themselves in the foot when they quit making that car didn't they god that some bitch was good on gas (laughs) but you know that when Fords, I'm going to use those Fords as a a reference on it, but uh, they only got 100,000 miles on the suckers, and they were wore out. Yeah. Now vehicles go forever. Oh, man. I was reading a story. The great Kevin Beach was telling me, he was telling me a story that when the Ford Eco electric cars, trucks, whatever, uh-huh. they pipe in engine sounds. <laughs> and I thought he was full of shit. I heard Prius does that too, but I don't know. I thought he was full of shit because we were talking about when NASCAR goes electric and you're just going to be sitting there. <laughs> and these cars come by, just not making it. It's the quietest race you've ever been to in your life. And he goes, he goes, that Ford, <laughs> Ford pipes in the engine, sounds into their electric. And I go, you are full of shit. And he goes, no, my brother, his brother paints. He's a auto uh, paint guy and uh, body shop. Anyway, he, he was telling him the story. I said, okay. I'm going to tell you why I don't believe the story for two reasons. First of all, it sounds made up. The second of all, it's coming from your brother because I know your brother's a bullshit artist. Then I had to look it up. It's like, yeah, sure enough, they're piping in sounds. Like yeah, them. they started doing it with Prius for uh, pedestrians. They didn't have any engine noise, so they actually put a loudspeaker on so a pedestrian didn't get hit by a Prius. 
<laughs> now, what happened to the, the Prius? Horn? The Prius that I have right here, yeah. it doesn't do that. It shuts off. It, it it's weird when you push the gas, it turns on. It's like a golf cart. <laughs> that son of a bitch that can go over like, Parley's eighty miles. That an hour, sounds no like problem. a trip, but I almost want to. I almost want one. <laughs> Sixty miles a gallon. Yeah, it's well. nice to run to Roosevelt and back. Salt Lake. We hit Costco. Fill up the trunk. We're back. Fill, yeah. God, we're probably going to need it if this shit in Ukraine keeps going on. It's Shit's expensive here. You ought to go to the grocery store. Oh, and I'm talking about the Russian want to invade Ukraine. What's going to do to our fuel prices? Yeah, well, they're already skyrocketed. So, I mean. Yeah, they're, yeah. Who in the hell knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll just keep, keep <sighs> partying until it's over with, I guess. Yeah. We got an hour and 20. That's probably good enough for me. Good I was going to say, you got to drive. Probably good enough for the people listening to this. Hell yeah. This is episode 54. Prairie dogging. Prairie dogging. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm writing in on that. Put it we, down. We'll get this one out. It'll be out Wednesday for you guys. And that uh, commute back and forth to work and listen to us. And the people that listen to us at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. So. You hard chargers. Holy Jesus. We love you. Keep it up. Give us some feedback. Let's uh, rock and roll out there and rock out with your, uh, oh, never mind. We can't say that out here, can we? Now you get fired from the oil field, you say something like that. <laughs> All right. Episode 54. Jason, where can we find you? You can find me at Quinn's house. There you go. There you go. Find you, me on Quinn's pages. If you want to talk to me, talk to me. Yeah, just find us at, you went to basement. You guys Google that shit, you'll find us. So episode 54 in the books. We're out of here. Regulators, mound up.